0: Should the Dallas Cowboys consider making a trade for Isaiah Wynn? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. on. Locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked on Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, what's going on, sir?
1: How much is question day? I love question day. I nice. uh, lo- love getting the, some interaction with the, the folks because I know... You guys have great questions all the time, and it makes us think about this stuff, which is is fun. So uh, I don't want to waste too much time. Let's get into it.
0: Yeah, a lot of people have some questions about Isaiah Wynn, uh, the offensive (laughs) tackle for the New England Patriots. So this all started uh, yesterday because Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated reported that the Patriots have been kind of fielding some calls for Isaiah Wynn. He's a former first-round pick from Georgia back in the 2018 draft. We actually liked him quite a bit for the Cowboys, maybe at their spot, but would you be interested in potentially making a move like this before the season begins? It's complicated, man. It's, it's a really uh,
1: complicated situation. And I think that's, that's what I was trying to get at, you know, in the conversation yesterday on Twitter. Um, I think, you know, the talent is there. I mean, clearly we liked him a lot coming out of, of college. If you remember, you know, the big kind of sticking point for him was, is he too short to play tackle? But he was it was an incredible tackle in college, Mm -hmm. and I think he's proven that that's not been an issue in the NFL for him while playing left tackle. Um, The problem with him has been staying on the field. Uh, It's been an injury-based situation, which is something that you know he carried with him from college. Um, And you know to kind of just give a brief timeline, uh, he I think he finished each of the last two seasons, if I'm not mistaken, on the injured reserve. Mm -hmm. Uh, At some point, they they swapped him over to right tackle. Because they had signed Trent Brown and they wanted to get Trent Brown uh, opportunity on the left side, um, and so he was kind of in the middle of that transition this offseason with some kind of mixed results from what we what, from what we've heard. Um, it's you know it's a difficult transition moving from left to right, um, and I, I think you know the 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 thought processes that they had had they've gotten comfortable with another one of their tackles on their roster who had played some time at, at right tackle as well. And that's why they're you know kind of comfortable with trying to expunge this $10 million uh, uh, contract off their books. They're really tight, uh, really tied up to the, the cap. So they need the, they need the money. Um, I think the thing that, that makes it difficult is the stuff that we mentioned. And I'm sure you'll get into this too, is that, you know, he doesn't have a ton of right tackle experience. It doesn't sound like he's necessarily taken to the position very well. So the question becomes if Cowboys trade for him and they get their 10, that $10 million contract on the books, even if they decide not to like, you know, assign him to an extension, which is its own conversation. Mm-hmm. What, what, you know, what, what, what have you got? Have you got a guy that can actually play swing tackle for you? Because he's only played really left tackle. The right tackle ch- is transition is kind of in process, uh so i just think it's it makes a lot of sense in the sense that he's a tackle that you know everyone knows and has some pedigree and has some talent but the particulars of the situation don't make it like something that you we we shouldn't do it's just there are there's a lot to kind of sort through because it's not exactly you know a perfect fit this
0: it's complicated Landon. like there's just a lot of moving parts here and let's just start with the player himself right like the cowboys have been wanting to get bigger on the offensive line like if that's the only thing here like they wanted tyler smith because they wanted a bigger guard that could help move players off the line of scrimmage isaiah Wynn is not that at right tackle like he's one of the smallest offensive tackles in the league he's six foot two three hundred and five pounds like it's just not what they're looking for. And I think Isaiah Wynn is still a really good player. I think he, there should be a lot of teams interested in him, in him. But I just don't think he fits what the Cowboys are looking for right now. And I can say all that, even saying, I think he would probably be an upgrade over Terrence Steele. Maybe. But the Cowboys have shown nothing over the last few months. It suggests... They want anybody other than Terrence Steele starting at right tackle, right? They had a proven Pro Bowl caliber right tackle with no guaranteed money left on his deal. with Lyle Collins, who they cut, right. Who is a big tackle who can move. They want Terrence Steele to win that job. And I think they want to save some money at that right tackle spot. So I I just don't see it.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, another part of the Lyle Collins thing is that they wanted reliability. They felt like they couldn't trust Lyle Collins anymore. And, well
0: it, and, it isaiah was the same thing he's he's yep. started 33 games over the last four seasons
1: yep that's what i was going to say is that it's it maybe as isaiah win? you don't have to worry about some of the knucklehead factor that you did with Lale collins but maybe you don't i, I don't know the player that well, no I, it I, doesn't seem like that it problem. doesn't right. seem like he's that guy but but you you probably will have to deal with some kind of injury stuff i mean it's it's been consistent and you know, the Cowboys already have one of those guys that, that, that may have some injury stuff during the season. Uh, that guy is definitely worth it. Um, I don't know that paying $10 million... That's price? Yeah, uh, yeah, right? That's the other... Right? Exactly. And paying $10 million for a guy that you don't know can play right tackle, that you're going to have to tr- give up an asset for t- for the right to pay them $10 million. Hmm. And, and even if you do, like okay, you better hope that he's the starting right tackle and that Steal's your swing tackle because Steal's really the only one of those two guys who has experience doing any kind of swing tackle stuff. So uh, it's, I'm not sitting here poo-pooing the idea or saying that the Cowboys shouldn't do it. I don't think either one of us are, but I think that there is uh, reasonable uh, uh, points to be made of why this isn't a perfect fit and why the Cowboys may not be as interested as a lot of us in kind of doing this deal because, you know, there may, first of all, there may be better situations out there. There may be better free agents that can play right tackle better than Isaiah Win can Isaiah win is like, if you didn't have any tackle solution and you're trying to get a young Raiders. guy that you can develop. Yeah. The exactly. Raiders right now they
0: have, they have absolutely nothing at right tackle. Isaiah win can give them at least a floor at the right tackle position. They don't have, I think it makes all the sense in the world for the Cowboys to continue to develop Terrence Steele. right? We're in year too. three of this. He is incredibly cheap. He knows the offense. I think it's just the Cowboys are going to be in a better situation. if They can find a swing tackle, which might be easier than paying $10 million for a guy. That's maybe a moderately sized upgrade over Terrence steel. I, I got to say, I think
1: Terrence Steele has a higher floor than Isaiah Wynn as a tackle. Terrence Steele is a bigger player. He's, I mean, they're they're probably similar athletes. Isaiah Wynn's probably made a, a better mover. But I, I just think that, you know, if, if Isaiah Wynn came in with a ready-made high floor, that would be one thing, right? That like if, if we were if this situation, let's say that Tyron Smith played right tackle and we were haggling over what to do at left tackle and Isaiah Wynn with left tackle experience, that would be Definitely. another thing. It's 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 asking him to swap to the other side is almost kind of setting him back to before where Terrence Steele was because mm-hmm. at least Terrence Steele has played consistently these last two years when, when he's been called upon and he's played mostly right tackle. So uh, I, I, I still have a lot of faith in Terrence Steele. I mean, I know it, it, it hasn't been perfect yet. And, and maybe it hasn't been what Leo Collins was last year yet, but I think that he can get there. I think he has physical attributes that can be developed that make him worth investing the time And I think he's a hard worker that you can rely on. And I think the Cowboys right now are really interested in having those kind of players as their starters. I
0: 100% agree. Uh, Let's take a quick break so we can tell you guys about Athletic Greens. I've been on Athletic Greens for a few months now, and I absolutely love it. Just have it in the morning uh, with my cup of coffee. It has a very mild tropical taste. What's in this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals to help start your day off, right? It costs less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit that you have in the morning, right? What? And Yeah, I know. In fact, it's even cheaper than just going out and buying all the supplements yourself. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D in five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, next one, Lanham. Uh, This one from our guy, Yuma Cactus. He wants to know, is there a noticeable difference in Josh Ball's play at left tackle versus right tackle? Because I thought he struggled really, really, really bad. I at left tackle, getting in the preseason game. I, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen him
1: play right tackle because he's been playing so much left tackle since, well, let's go got hurt. Um, I think that there is, I think he played okay uh, at right tackle. Uh, he certainly looked more comfortable there. Um, you know, I don't know that that's, really beneficial to anybody or if it's good enough to keep him on the team or uh but i do think that he was playing better football on on the right side than on the left and again like i can understand it because he spent almost the entire spring you know practicing on that side so uh yeah i don't really know what to do with ball at this point you know he's just they they have they they moved him around, you know, to to kind of facilitate this other situation. He clearly is not going to be the swing tackle for this team. No, he can't I would be. push. He can't. I would be. I would put him back at right tackle. Con- you know have him continue to take those reps, and then you know see what you've got as a right tackle down. You know when it's cut down time. But I'm confused I,
0: about I, the plan though in general. Like, I thought it was way too much to ask. Matt, well, let's go. Even if he's healthy to play left tackle in preseason and maybe be the first guy off the bench at left tackle. it just seemed like a, I love go Like one of my favorite picks that the Cowboys made. That's too much for him in year one. What What's the plan now? You know, they're not, it doesn't sound like I'm doing
1: my 53 man roster and I've been struggling over it. But one of the things that I've kind of decided that I'm going to do is, is keep go on the team because I mean, they're not putting it. They, maybe they revert him to a, uh, a, uh, a uh, uh you know one of these statuses on the other side of of week one right well, like maybe well, the IRM le- le- or, or let me i should
0: mention this todd archer had a really interesting tweet this morning very cryptic. oh it's this morning good okay he said don't be surprised if the cowboys don't have a kicker punter long snapper or their special teams ace and cj goodwin on the team yep. after initial cutdowns
1: i i already have taken uh CJ Goodwin and Jake McQuaid off my off my fifty three man roster because they're vested veterans. You can you can you don't they don't have to clear waivers. You can cut them immediately and then re sign them as soon as you uh, move some folks into these special things. And people need to remind that I I I talked about that on Twitter is that when you're doing your fifty three man roster you kind of need to specify right. Are you doing the initial fifty three man roster or are you doing the 53-man roster yeah. week one right because those are going to be very different things uh, you know the week one it, it, roster is closer to what the the roster will be right mm-hmm. because it's it's after you've done all the you, you flipped all the mech- the roster mechanisms you put people on injured reserve i mean really it's just injured reserve and then i think bland is the only player that's actually eligible for in-season pup because he's still on pup right so uh, not bland um oh no sorry but, not Bland. Uh, well, uh, uh, well let's go, go. right well, no, not well. Let's go. Uh, the the linebacker. Uh, uh, from LSU. Uh, I, oh, I, Demon Clark. Demon Clark. Clark sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm bland. I'm trying to picture my 53 man roster and I'm mi- mixing it wrong. Uh, yeah. That. Uh, so I think he's only only guy who's actually eligible for in season pup because he's on. Uh, preseason pup. Everyone else who's going to have any kind of roster mechanism move it's going to be an IR, so that you know has a limited return time or whatever. But obviously, like we mentioned, you have to carry those guys with you on the initial 53 man roster, and then once you're on the other side, you can flip those mechanisms, and that's when you would yep. sign McQuaid. You sign Mar. You sign anger or whoever the kicker is. I don't know if it's Mar. Mar. Uh, and then and then G- good one. The reason good one's part of that too is again vested veteran. You just say, "Hey, good." And I think we did this last year with Goodwin too. Yep. Uh, we'll cut you. We'll sign you right back after we flip some switches. So that's that's all something to keep in mind. But 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 beyond that, with Let's Go, it, it sounds like you know just based on some things we heard, I think like a week or so ago, that he may not like get surgery this year. That doesn't necessarily mean that they won't like put him on a ro- on some sort of roster, you know, list. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, but it's interesting to at least think about, well, okay, then what's the plan there, at least for his roster spot? Uh, so that, that'll that be something interesting to watch, exactly what the Cowboys end up doing with, well, let's go after that initial
0: 53-man roster cut. All right, speaking of kind of roster construction, this one comes from Vance. He wants to know, uh, does somebody like Israel Makamu, who can play safety and cornerback, does that make somebody like Naishon Wright expendable? Because we know the safety situation already. Malik Hooker, Donovan Wilson, J. Ron Kearse, Those three are locked, and they all have their set roles. They obviously like Marquise Bell quite a bit, and it seems – I don't want to call him a lock, but it seems pretty much like a lock that he's going to be one of the safeties. So can you keep somebody like Mukamu as that fifth safety and then move on from Nation Wright because of his position flexibility?
1: See, it's interesting that you say that because I'm doing that already on my 53-man roster, but with linebackers.
0: Yeah, so am I. I'm, I'm I, calling I, Curse a linebacker, right? How many How many linebackers have you got in your 53 right now? Well, do you, do you, what do you count, Micah Parsons?
1: I count him as a linebacker. Yeah, four. Me too. And that's and I think that that's part of the reason I feel comfortable doing that is because Curse, Bell, and Mukwamu can all take – facsimile like you know facsimile of linebacker type yeah. snaps right yeah. um so uh, i attended i actually went long on corners I, I ended up keeping them all i think you could you know you could convince yourself some of that um but i don't think it works as well going from safety to cornerback i think the cleaner the cleaner you know spot where you can rob peter to pay paul is between safety and
0: linebackers you know um well what, what I, if, I, to me like this is going to come down to like seriously is. Who's a better special team player? Is maybe. it Nation Wright or Luke Gifford? Because that might be the different. like, that might be who they're battling, right? Not necessarily corners. Like, Nation Wright might not be battling Deron Bland or Calvin Joseph. It's, hey, can we use Gifford on more special team snaps than you? If the answer is no, then maybe they do keep another linebacker.
1: Well, and it, I mean again, it's even further again, this is so complicated roster construction stuff is so complicated to further complicate, it, you also know that you have Clark, remember his name this time coming back off of uh, uh, the pup at some point. I mean, it makes it, they made it sound like this is not a uh, a red shirt year for Clark. like he's coming back to play at some point this season. So I don't know when that is if that's six weeks, eight weeks, yeah. You know, but but I think that 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 may weigh into some of their decision as 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 far as do we want a fifth linebacker, do we want a sixth or seventh cornerback? Who knows?
0: We'll see. Uh, all right, we've got a a few more questions to get to, but before we do that, I want to tell you about LinkedIn. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small businesses fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That is linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's get to uh, some other questions, kind of really quickly. Some of these are fun. Uh, this one from Abraham: Now that Cedric Wilson has gone, which non-quarterback is the most likely to throw a pass? Oh this year? man, I know the answer, by the way.
1: Brian I i real? Oh, okay. That's a good. That's a good answer. Yeah,
0: I, I, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Bones is throwing at least one pass on a punt. It's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I don't know. I don't know of any. This is the first time in a while that I don't know of any like receiver or anyone that necessarily has a strong arm. So, uh, it I mean, be a, probably guess, CD. They could probably, I would bet. Like
0: a, you know, run like a, a jet sweep with CD and have him throw it. Maybe, Maybe Tony Pollard. I think Pollard has thrown a pass before in his career. I think, has he? Yeah. I mean, I mean the options are if, Tur- if great. Turpin
1: ever played any uh, quarterback uh, at his size, he probably can't get
0: the ball, hit ball yeah. in his hands all the way. Yeah. By the way, I was watching a uh, a cowboy video. Or, yeah, it was a clip from 2006. Did you know Jason Witten threw like a 70 yard pass to To in 2006? Oh, yeah, I actually do it, remember it was that. It's like right? on a broken play. It was kind of funny. Yeah, but I, yeah. I'll, I'll post it on Twitter here. At that podcast.
1: that was. I God, now that you mentioned that, I do remember that. Yeah, because because didn't didn't later he uh, there was a big thing about uh. uh him returning the favor, right? Did yeah, it, I oh think no, no so. it was Dez. It was, it was Dez, Dez who, did it, yeah. It was
0: Dez that did it. That's right, yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, that's crazy. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, all right, next question from Zach Has Deron Bland solidified himself enough to be the cornerback four on this team?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think it's still too early to say that. I, you know, going back and watching the game, he didn't have the game that we were all he was fine, but I, I thought that you know. He, I thought that joseph was also fine and so was right for the most part so I think Wright's definitely the guy that seems to be in the most trouble of those spots I think his joseph has kind of even his play
0: out a little bit and kind of reset his trajectory um but it might I don't depend know th- it might depend on who's injured right or who's yeah. playing like do we need more size right or do we need more athleticism it, it might just depend a little bit I kind of I'm a little bit nervous about – I'd like to see
1: Bland play more slot and see what that looks like because I'm a little bit nervous about what I saw him
0: doing playing in the slot. He's um, just not overly quick. He's long and he's yeah. athletic. He, but when you're in that slot's job, you got to be really quick and which, tough. We'll which, makes
1: me, which makes me think that maybe if he was going to be the third corner that you kick Brown inside and, Probably. and let him play on the outside. So. Especially
0: if it's a long-term absence. Like if Jordan Lewis yeah. got hurt, you know – Or four games i bet you that's what dallas would consider and and at that point they might feel more comfortable with kelvin joseph on the outside just because he's a little bit more talented we'll see
1: yeah
0: Uh, all right next question this one from preppy boy 89 who do we keep as the third running back i know this is a big a big twitter argument that i just have not gotten myself into yet uh rico daddle or malik I mean, for me, it's Dowdle, but I, I, I mean, I
1: understand why people like Malik. He he runs the ball well. Malik I just Davis, don't know, by the way. Yeah, I just don't know how how good he is on special teams necessarily compared to to uh, what you're looking for, especially if you know you're you're cutting some of these other special teams types of guys. Uh, I, I I tend to think that Dowdle is is the better back and the better special teams player, but you know, I, I, I'm not. I, I think Malik Davis has looked good. So I'm not going to be furious, I guess, if, if it ends up being the other way.
0: I personally would pick picked out him. Yeah. Younger me would have been in like, you know, day long debates on Twitter on this. But I just, uh, I can't bring myself to care about the third running back too much about, on this team.
1: Man, just getting old, huh? Is that what this <laughs> I is? Just,
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I've really adopted the running backs that matter at that point. So just like, yeah, that's whoever. Uh, I also
1: think that this conversation of like, there's no way, I mean, people are falling into the same you know trap every year as they they do is the there's no way malik davis makes it to the makes it through waivers i'm like
0: watch guys, preseason he's, guys I'm he's a you. running
1: back like it's just like yeah watch, he will.
0: watch a random preseason game and you watch how excited teams get about their fourth running back on a team that's why malik davis will make a practice squad i promise it it will happen Every team has got some college or high
1: school's all-time leading rusher on their team, Mm -hmm. guys. That's just how the NFL works. So, uh, yeah, I I have a hard time believing that it's if you if either one of them were to be cut, that they that they wouldn't clear waivers and the Cowboys wouldn't be able to find a way to get them back.
0: Uh, This one's really quick, and it's actually funny because you think the answer is obvious, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, From Ryan, who's faster, Cavante Turpin or Micah Parsons?
1: Micah Parsons. I don't think I don't I don't I don't think that's actually close, honestly. I think Turpin's very fast. I mean, I think he's it's it's, it's a stupid question because it's, I, it's, it's 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 you're right. I believe <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that Michael Parsons is faster.
0: Yeah, uh, Parsons is it's just dumb. It's dumb how athletic he is. It's just not supposed to happen. Yeah, uh, all stupid. right, next one uh, from Taylor. Do you think Will Greer showed enough in the preseason game to warrant the number two spot on the team?
1: Not yet. No. I mean, I think he's on his way. He can't, I mean, I think he could still earn it. I just, I mean, we didn't see very much of him in that game, you know? So I just, I would have a hard time. Just Thanks to Cavante. A...
0: We didn't see very much of Will Greer.
1: That's very true. Um, <laughs> slow down, Kibante. Uh yeah. No, I, th- I think, I think uh, we need to still see some more or at least they probably still need to see some more. Uh, you know, we have to remember now, and this is where things get really treacherous, right? We've got all this information that we've been able to see and glean, all these practices, these preseason games, they're about to go. They're going to have a practice today. They're going to have a practice tomorrow. We'll get a lot of news and reports about all that. So, you know, make sure you check us out tomorrow mm-hmm. and, and the following day for, for reports on that. But after that, they kind of start to close things down and they start to kind of uh, shut, you know, media access. They shut foot fans out. That's when they start kind of really working on the nitty gritty of what getting ready for week one, getting yep. ready for the regular season, getting ready for these actual. Uh, uh, rosters. And, and okay, who's, who's the actual starter here? What's the, what's the pecking order. So we need to keep in mind that this is an incredibly important time for these teams. And a lot of the things that we are certain about right now, very much could change in the next three weeks. So um, we're going to pay special attention to these last two practices that we have that are open. And then we got to realize that a lot more can still happen away mm-hmm. from our eyes when the Cowboys actually get to, okay, we're done installing. We're now competing for these spots. And then it goes from competing to preparing for Tampa Bay for week one. And all of that kind
0: of is done outside of
1: our prying eyes.
0: And I do want to remind people that we've been saying this for years, the most important job for a backup quarterback is not to to play well, you know, when you're asked to play. It's not right. The main job of the backup quarterback is to help the starter get ready for the upcoming week, whether that's additional film study, watching the, the opponent defense a week before, you know, doing some scout team stuff like that's the most important job as much as I want. will Greer to win the job because I think he's a little bit more fun. Cooper rush is probably better off in that number two role. We'll just see how the Cowboys balance that over the next week or so.
1: Yeah, and that's a great point. These jobs are not all decided by, you know, some of the especially some of the backup stuff. And like you said, maybe most especially the backup quarterback, it's not only uh uh by your decided by what's right. on the field. Yeah, yep. it's it's a lot about how much you contribute to what's going on in the room and help help in supporting Dak Prescott, which is obviously you know the ultimate source of whether you're gonna win or
0: lose. It's the number one job for the backup quarterback is how can I help Dak throughout the week. So he's yep. the most prepared for the game on Sunday. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. Find the intellectual fantasy expert Vinnie Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise in a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. You can download the Locked On Cowboys podcast wherever you get podcasts. Check us out on YouTube. You can follow the show at Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we'll see you guys next time.